name is Inigo Montoya. Hello, Marion. Indiana Jones. Hello. Use the false loop. What's your job, Marlo? Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. What's up now? Spider friends. Go for it. Transform and roll out. And all forms the head. That's what she said. Hey, this is Jonathan. And this is Alan, and welcome to the Nerdy Me Podcast. Jonathan, what are we talking about today? Alan, it's that time of year once again. The most wonderful time of year. Yes, sir. It's Christmas! Or happy holidays. Happy holidays. Celebrate. Yes, sir. Uh, yeah, so uh, it's December, and we're going to do a holiday themed show. Today, we're discussing our favorite Christmas songs. Ooh, that dramatic pause. (laughs) (laughs) You know, knowing the topic we were going to do today, I was asking my coworkers, you know, just what was their top Christmas songs. And uh, unlike last year when we did top Christmas movie, which I think A Christmas Story was way dominant, no one had like a definitive like this is the Christmas song. Everyone was extremely different. Right. Well, I think one of the cool things about the Christmas songs is because a lot of them are so old and traditional mm-hmm. that there are a lot of different versions of them. So, yeah. Like I like when I chose my list, you know, one, two, a few of them are are traditional songs, but like I specifically like the singer or the arrangement or, or whatever is going on in this particular version. Aha. And I think that's, that's what helped makes it like a favorite, yeah. you know, like you'll, you'll choose, um, I don't know, the David Bowie, uh, Bing Crosby, little drummer boy over some other guy's little drummer boy, you know, <laughs> that song. actually came up at work. We were trying to figure out how did that actually come about to begin with? Oh, that's cool. You know, I, I saw, I didn't read it, but I saw an article about that, or maybe it was a video on YouTube explaining it. And I was, I just, I should have clicked it, but I didn't. Money. <laughs> yeah. I, Cause I think it was a Bing Crosby special, right? I, I don't Well, yeah, you're yeah. right. It was. Yeah. And, and David Bowie just kind of walks in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he probably walked in. Where's the drugs? Oh, jeez. <laughs> no, Ow. I'm kidding. Yeah. I think most of my Christmas songs are related to something else like maybe a movie or a moment in my life because you know I, I like Christmas songs in general but you know I had really think hard like which one really pops in my head yeah I, mine are all based on the singer more or less okay uh, because I'll like I'll, I mean I like the songs and I like different versions of the song but these ones I chose are really based on the performance either of that particular recording or the the actual singer or band themselves um but also i was thinking about this i really like maybe because of my church upbringing but i really like the 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 uh i don't know are they called god the hymns i guess the christmas hymns yeah you know like the traditional silent night a little little town of bethlehem hark the herald angels sing yeah um it's funny because i don't i don't attend church regularly now but growing up my mom made me and my siblings go to church with her up until a certain age and then we got decide whether or not we we're going to go and most of us opted out and um but every christmas me and my one other brother will go uh to christmas eve service with my mom mm-hmm. and we you know it's become a tradition now oh, and that's nice. right so i don't think i've ever in my entire life missed a christmas eve service but the funny thing is me and my brother and you know we 
we are by far not talented <laughs> in the ways of singing, <laughs> but we always have a competition about who who sings the hymns. You know, because it was you know Christmas service always go for five hymns at least, and they always end on Silent Night. Okay. And um, we always have a competition about who sings better, who sings the songs better. So do you really you know do you belt it out? Oh yeah, we go for it. Yeah. Yeah. But right. we, there's no one judging except us, so there's never a definitive winner. <laughs> Maybe one year there was because I had a cold and I knew I couldn't sing very well, so I was like, "All right, well, I have a cold." So that, I don't th- actually, I don't think it was a winner. I think uh, we're not playing this year because. I'm do you go Christmas caroling, or did you ever? No, I do not. I did once. I hated it. <laughs> I hated it because I didn't. Because anytime my mom forced me to do church stuff, I really hated it. But. And that was the thing. And, and the weird thing was, like, people would invite you into their house. I would just be bored just standing. I remember standing in this rich people's house just singing songs. And I'm like, this is so boring. Yeah, I, I don't like Christmas carols. It might be fun if you were with a bunch of friends, but when you're forced to do it by your mother. <laughs> I definitely remember growing up, you know, in Jersey. We had a lot more. I, I haven't seen a Christmas caroler in years, but definitely growing up, it was, it was happening more often. Right. But, but nothing, but nothing now. Well, I mean, when I was really little, like before the age of 10, you know, uh, we would go to, uh, I was raised Protestant and we would have a Sunday school mm-hmm. and then my dad would drop all, this, all the kids off for Sunday school and he'd pick us up and drop my mom off for church because church was right after church services, right after Sunday school. Right. And around the, you know, this time of year in Sunday school, we would, we would learn carols, we'd put on like a little pageant. So maybe that's why I liked the hymns so much because we, it was fun to sing them when I was okay. younger. Yeah. All right. Let's get started. You want to go right. first? Uh, sure. Do it. Now I'm gonna leave my. You know what my absolute favorite is. So I'm gonna leave that for last because I have a good story. Oh, well, not okay. not so good, but anyway. Yeah. So my first song is coincidentally it's traditionally a hymn. It's got Rushy Merry Gentlemen, uh, but this is a version that was put out a few years ago by the Bare Naked Ladies and Sarah McLaughlin, and it's really. It's really like stripped down. I think all they have is like a guitar playing and a lot of harmonizing. And I really enjoyed that that aspect of the song because it's really because I'm not a bare naked lady fan, the band. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, you know the, their voices and the harmonizing sounds really really good. And I I became a huge I got a funny story about this. I became a a huge Sarah McLaughlin fan uh, back in the early. Late '90s, early 2000s. I remember that. Oh, you do? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So well, I'll tell the story for the audience. So and it was around Christmas time because I got a job working at Banana Republic around Christmas time, the holiday time, and they had a holiday CD they played all the time, mm-hmm. and it had like two Sarah McLaughlin songs on it, and just from hearing these songs over and over and over, <laughs> again, I just started to like her. So I picked up her album. I really liked it. Picked up another one, really liked it. Long story short, I became a huge Terry McLaughlin fan, which at the time I was a little embarrassed about being a you know young man in his late twenties. Um, oh, what's wrong with that? I don't, I don't know. I just felt weird. I'm much more comfortable with it now. But anyway, so I became a huge Terry McLaughlin fan, and I've been following her since then. And then uh, I don't even know how many years ago it was, but and remember, I'm a, a Bare Naked Ladies were pretty big for like a year or two there. Yeah. Well, they at the time they put out the song with Sarah McLaughlin, and uh, I think it's for charity. Yeah, it's it's on the Bare Naked Ladies album called Bare Naked for the Holidays, and 
I think they recorded it after like some kind of uh, um, what do they call it? like a charity concert, and mm-hmm. they got together with Sarah after the show and they recorded this. It came out around I mean, it was like 2004, maybe. Anyway, um, and the, it was for charity, it was for Band Aid. Do you remember Band Aid? Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so yeah, it's just a really, really, really good version of the song. It's like I said, it's very stripped down. There's a guitar, there's a harmonizing, and sour. And and for me, it kind of ends. It, it, you can tell there's a little rehearsal because I think it, the song ends where the bare naked ladies are done singing, but Sarah like sings like the next word. Oh really? And then she it's like you know her brain realized oh we're done singing, <laughs> so she stopped. Yeah. Does this get a lot of radio play? I yeah. I mean, it's not it, it, it's not a huge song. It's probably bigger in Canada. Because they're both Canadian yeah. <laughs> uh, acts, but I don't know that it. I, yeah, I mean, you hear it, you hear it when when the stations do the twenty four hours of holiday music around Christmas Eve, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, I, but again, it's not a huge one. It's not. I don't think it's one of the more well known ones. No. Oh. Yeah, I'm not familiar. Wait, whatever happened to Sarah? I haven't heard her in a while. She still puts out music. It's just she never got as big as she did with that. You know, with, with Angel and and. Uh, and uh, building a mystery and all that stuff, right? Yeah, yeah that was her he- biggest album. That was around 2000. She's still around. She's still putting out stuff. Oh, her she, voice she, is phenomenal. She really does have a great voice. Yeah, she yeah, she came around uh, in concert this past year, and I missed her. I like her it's, rendition oh, well, of Rainbow Connection. Oh, it's a gorgeous one. She does Blackbird too. By um, oh yeah, by uh, the Beatles. Can I tell you? I went to her concert. Me and my cousin. Claudia went to her concert back in the day and it was the weirdest concert I've ever been to because you know you've been to concerts and you, you you're never sitting down you're screaming you're singing along you, mm-hmm. you know what I mean yeah well because her and her, her music doesn't really <laughs> tie into the screaming and yelling type music yeah which I, I understood but it was a weird concert because I'm in I'm in the uh, the old Continental Airlines arena oh yeah in Jersey which yeah. you, you remember and it's a huge huge place well not huge but it was a big arena and I have great. So I'm like five rows from the stage. It was great. Holy smokes! Uh, but the thing was, we like when she performed, everybody just sat there and listened. And then when she's done, you would clap and you would cheer. And then she'd go into her next song. And everybody would stop, be quiet, and sit there and listen. Hmm. It was almost like I, being at a class. Do you remember uh, in college when we went to those uh, orchestral shows? Yeah. <laughs> it was kind of like that. Like, and I, I just I, like I love the songs. I love I love being there. But I, it just felt weird like sitting there. And she's done, and you get up, and, ooh, and then she'll talk to the crowd, and you giggle, and she says something, and then she goes into her next song, and sits down quietly and listens. Like, this is the weirdest rock show I've ever <laughs> All right, Alan, so that's my first one. Well, that's a good one. You know, my, my story of my, my song, my Christmas song, is pretty similar. Um, you know, when, when I went to college, and, you know, I moved away, and I had my own place, I think it was one of those things where... I, like I wanted my own Christmas music, you know. I had I had my own tree in my place. You've been to my place, remember back in college? Yeah, that was a great place. Yeah, and uh, and I remember going to the bookstore on campus, and you know, just having your own Christmas music. You know, this is a time where CDs were kind of new, and I wanted my own Christmas album, and so I got one at at the, at the bookstore on campus. <laughs> and the very first song. Hey, we you know I just realized we have a, a lot of stories at the bookstore. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Well, I worked there. Do you remember I worked there for a little bit? No, I didn't know that. Yeah, I worked there for a little bit. Oh, okay. 
Well, that's pretty. She's cool. starting to rush. She's joined the uh, like the first couple of weeks of September. Gotcha. She's sort of rush. Yeah. Uh, I didn't know that. Anyway, so the CDI. And I know what got... story you want to tell. Then we'll wait. <laughs> that's <laughs> a great story. Uh, for you, it is. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, so I did get a Christmas album, and you know, obviously, it's it's a variety of of artists and stuff. And the very first song is the Christmas song with Nat King Cole, and so every time I hear that song, man, it just warms my heart. You know, it's I'll hear it, I'll take a pause, and I'll listen to it, and I love it. And and I don't know if it's because it was, you know, every time I would play that CD, it was always the first song. Just kind of like what you said with Sarah. You know, you just mm-hmm. hear a song over and over again. And that song just really burned into my brain, you know, till this day. You know, I, I like I'll ask my daughter, hey, what's your favorite Christmas song? And it's for, for me, this is this is my like the Christmas song. Nat King Cole's version is, is the one that has, has always stuck with me, uh, you know, till this day. So when I want to hear it on the radio. It's like, oh, yeah, Christmas time. Yeah. And that's the one chestnuts roasting on an open fire, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah, that's a great song. And the thing is. And and the Nat King Cole version is probably the one everybody thinks of when you think about song. I, and and the what's great about that is Frank Sinatra, I believe, has a version out. Mm-hmm. Ben Crosby probably has a version out. Andy Williams has like really top crooners, you know. And but yeah, Nat King Cole made it his own, and it's a great version of that song. And yeah, it's, it's funny it's, you can hear a lot of people sing the same versions, but there are just some that just kind of stick out to you more than others. Oh yeah, definitely. And he's his is, is right up there. Yeah, uh, it's a staple too, and I'm like that too. I buy a lot of the, the various artists' CDs, and mm-hmm. you know, sometimes you get some really junky songs on there. <laughs> but every once in a while, you know, you'll get a you'll get you'll get a uh, the Christmas song by Nat King Cole. Which is it, really good. You know, it's funny trying to figure out my list. I think I had an easier time figuring out songs that I didn't like. Oh yeah, yeah, because my like I said, my coworkers are naming some songs, and I would just say, oh yeah, I really don't like that one for whatever reason right, well if we have time later maybe we'll do one or two <laughs> okay. it'll be nice because i could bring up two right off the top of my head <laughs> oh oh yeah i wonder if we have the same guy <laughs> but yeah that's that's yeah. a great version and then you know if i listen to nat king cole sing anything i like it too i mean he is he's a wonderful singer but the christmas song again it just it just warms my heart yeah, it's a great song it's a great song now let me ask you how often do you listen to christmas music over like the holiday season oh quite a lot you know on my phone i have my my holiday playlist and uh i will definitely start a song you know uh it'll be like in the middle of the summertime when it's super hot and i'll play a christmas song and i'll you know lean over to my daughter and say merry christmas you know (laughs) you know just once in a blue moon I'll, i'll do a christmas song just to throw it out there and uh in the philippines they'll start playing christmas music in september which is wow yeah that's that's super early you know because i remember when i visited the philippines and you go to the mall and there's like christmas decorations in september it's really bizarre that's weird yeah yeah okay so uh what you got next all right my uh speaking of great crooners uh, i got my most favorite from andy williams and if you don't have an andy williams christmas album there's something wrong with you (laughs) but this is my absolute favorite andy williams song and it's the most wonderful time of the year oh that's a great one i love and this is a song i don't care if i can sing well or not i love singing along to and trying to hit the notes he hits (laughs) and it automatically whenever it comes on pandora which is what i usually use i just have to say it and it makes me feel good it makes me excited for the holiday 
Uh, it's just it's just got a great sound to it, and he does such an excellent job on it. It's just so much fun. That's an epic song. Yeah, because he's talking about why Christmas is wonderful. You know, there's parties for hosting, marshmallows for toasting, and caroling out in the snow. Mm-hmm. There'll be scary ghost stories and tales of the glories of Christmases long, long ago. Oh, can hit it. It's close. <clears throat> Good job. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Fix that in post. Uh, yeah, so it's a great... It's just a great, rousing rendition of the song. I mean, the big band behind it and everything. Right. It's just such a great um, song. And, and the funny thing is, a few years ago, maybe 10 at this point, uh, Staples to- totally turned the song on its head when they started playing it right before uh, school started back up. You know, do you remember the Staples commercial? Where the, yeah. parents, the parent is uh, in Staples school supply shopping. Okay. And they're playing this song. It's the most wonderful time of the year because the kids are going back to school. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, that's genius. <laughs> um, that's funny. Yeah, and I, I just, it's just, it's it, it's definitely in my, I don't have a playlist per se. Mm-hmm. I should probably make up, because I like so many songs, but so I never, so I never made a specific playlist. But when, whenever I hear this, come on, it really gets me, it really, really, really jazzes me up for um for th- for Christmas. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, it's a great song. And you know, I, I, I yeah, my parents, uh, you know, they're they're older parents in terms of you know I'm as young as seven, so they're they're older than like my peers' parents mm-hmm. were. So they listened to this '50s stuff and this kind of like the doo wop and all. Well, my dad, I actually, my mom, my mom was more classical and opera. Um, but yeah, we you know the Frank Sinatra, the Andy Williams, and that King Cole, uh, that kind of those guys were. were pretty big in the house right yeah so it reminds you of especially my dad oh that's nice this kind of music yeah yeah no that's that's a great song yeah i just uh i love it i love it i love it a lot yeah okay my next song uh again a lot of this music is because it's associated with something and whenever i hear that song rocking around the christmas tree you know you know what movie i'm talking about I don't. What? <laughs> Home Alone. Rocket. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> when he's in his house and he's, he's like, uh, the robbers are watching him. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, he has all like all the fake things in his house to make it look like there's a Christmas party and stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Every time I hear that song, I'm always thinking about Home Alone, which is a, another great Christmas movie that I, that I like. Um, but, yeah, that that's a cool song. And I just, in my mind, I just keep... You know, imagine Kevin McAllister just dancing around and and uh, just trying to make his house look all busy and stuff. Yeah, I, I mean, I like Home Alone. I don't watch it as a Christmas movie. Like, I have a set of movies that I like to watch every year. Okay. And that's that's not one of them. Um, but I have I a great story Die about Hard. that. What's that? Die Hard's my Christmas movie. All right. That's, that's a whole other debate. <laughs> I don't think movies that take place during Christmas should be considered Christmas movies. That's okay. Sure, There's nothing Christmas about. Look, all right. Let's not get into it. <laughs> but I saw Home Alone. I was a freshman in college. Uh, we saw it in December. I remember this because I, I had to study for a final, and everybody on my floor was going to see um, Home Alone, and they they're like, "You gotta come. We're all going." I'm like, "I got like two finals tomorrow. I gotta study. Like, just come on. We're all going to see it." And they dragged me out, and I actually went, and and I loved it so much. I was laughing my butt off in the theater. Yeah. Um, 
but I remember I said this thing because I almost didn't go because I was like, I have to stay here. I have to study. I have to study. Um, it was my first semester freshman year when it came out. No, that's a good point. I totally remember watching this movie. It was in uh, Jersey City. And I just remember remember laughing my ass off. Just freaking, I can't believe how much I'm laughing this damn movie. I think we went, I want to say Menlo Park, but I don't even know if we drove that far. We might have went to one of the local theaters to our mm-hmm. college. Yeah, I just think, I'm, I don't know, I think of Menlo Park because we used to go to that mall. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, it's uh, Rock Around Christmas Tree. It's the Brenda Lee version, right? Like the 1950s version? Yes, sir. Because that's another song that has like 90 different versions out. <laughs> I think Brian Setzer and his orchestra do a version of it. Oh, maybe. Yeah, the I guy from the Stray Cats? Uh, yeah, maybe. I don't know. Like I said, this song, it has more of a... It just reminds me of the visual in my head of that particular scene. Now, is, is Home Alone something you watch every year at Christmas time or no? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I consider it a Christmas movie. You know, that time of year. Yeah, I call it a Christmas movie. What else would you I mean- call it? No, I call it Christmas movie. I'm saying, do you watch it every Christmas? Oh, you mean do I purposely pop it right. on? Right. Uh, no, I don't think there's any movie I purposely pop on. It's just always on. Like, you know, Christmas Story is just always on. It's somewhere. Yeah, Home Alone will always be on there, too. I mean, I, I've seen that movie a thousand times, so it's just always fun to watch. Oh, so you have no movies that you'll purposely put on and watch? Uh, no, no. Oh, that's cool. No, that's I, I think it's... TV will always have it on there, and uh, it's always a treat to catch it when you when it's on TV. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. All right. Yeah. You know, I, ju- I do try to watch, like, the Charlie Browns one, but every time I, I want to watch, I never know it's on until I <laughs> until the last twig that we did. is like, oh, yeah, I have I actually have the schedule now. <laughs> I actually know when it's coming on. Well, I still have um, my DVR. I have uh, Charlie Brown and... I know I have two things recorded. I have Charlie Brown and Rudolph. No, I don't have Charlie Brown. I have Rudolph and Santa Claus coming to town. Oh, that's Jeez, epic. I, I hope I didn't miss Charlie Brown. I might have missed it. Yeah. That pitiful tree. <laughs> All right, what All else right. you got? All right, my next one is probably my newest of them all. Oh. And it's actually a new, newer song. I mean, at this point, it's uh, 24 years old. Um, but it's All I Want for Christmas is You by Mariah Carey. Oh, boy. That's a great song. Come on. It It you, is really good. But, boy, does that got a lot of airtime. Oh, my God. It's, cause it's, it, well, it's a great song. It came out in 94. It has one of the best videos. Just her running around in, like, an elf costume or a Santa suit, like a sexy yeah. Santa suit. Right. I'm like, come on, Mariah. And uh, <laughs> it's she wrote the song. I didn't realize this. She wrote it I, in preparation for the show. I wanted to look up to see if this was an original or, or just an obscure song I never heard until she sang it. Yeah. But no, she wrote it. She wrote it with a partner. And uh, that's a great Christmas album, too. The Mariah Carey Christmas album. Oh, every song is good. It's fantastic. Yeah. And I like it because she doesn't do a nice mix of, like, popular songs, and then she'll throw in some of the hymns. Right. Um, and, yeah, it's just a great, great song. And that's another song I sing along to all the time. Oh, really? Oh yeah, you you recorded me singing along to it last time. <laughs> That's right, I did. <laughs> you know who else has a good uh, Christmas album? Amy Grant. You ever hear that her Christmas album? I think I do have her Christmas. As a matter of fact, that's another. Uh, I think I got that from the bookstore at college. Also. Jeez, you gotta stop letting the bookstore make your music choices uh, for you. Well, it's not, yeah. it's not like we had a huge CD selection. <laughs> 
That one, I think I had a Harry Connick Jr. one also, which I I, I, I have the Harry Connick one, and I like I like the one song on it. Is the the Rudolph one? Um, it must Santa Claus. It must yeah, be, that's it the must one. Santa Claus. Yeah. Happy ho ho ho. Dude. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly. That's what a pretty decent album. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty good. Um, Amy Grant, I have Breath of Heaven, Grown Up Christmas List. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Yeah. Oh, come on, you faithful, rocking around. Oh, she does rock around the Christmas tree too. Yeah, because she she was like a Christian uh, singer before, wasn't she? Yeah, she had some like a few pop hits in the early nineties. Right. Um, but. Baby, baby. Yeah. Yeah, but sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, cool. Um, yeah, so the Mariah Carey, I, it's just a great album. I I can't even. I can't even anymore. With her. <laughs> no, that's a solid uh, album. I mean, that's a solid night. song. Yeah, Silent Night, All I Want for Christmas, You, Oh Holy Night, Christmas, Baby Please Come Home. That's a great song, too. Yeah. Missy Most at Christmas Time. That's a great song. Joy to the World, Jesus Born in the Stay, Santa Claus Coming to Town. Hark the Herald, Angel Sing. She put out two Christmas albums. The second one came out years later. Um, it's not as popular. Right. Yeah. No, that's great. You know, it's nice about her album, even that in that particular song is... You know, I was thinking a lot of the Christmas songs are just older songs, and she, you know, she's probably one of the few newer songs that are just super popular nowadays. Right. I, I can't think of any original more recent than that one that, that became a classic. Because that's that you can definitely call that a classic. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. So I can't think of any original song that you would consider a classic done by somebody. You know. Yeah. Yeah. About the boy to that song that gets a lot of playtime. Uh, well, it hit big as soon as it came out. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great song. It was a very really good song. <laughs> hey. Yeah. Uh, my next one is, you mentioned it earlier, it's um, Christmas Time is Here with Charlie Brown. And uh, obviously because of the song, it's an association with, with the cartoon, which is which is always a fun thing to watch. Um, you know, I don't know if, if the Charlie Brown stuff hits home with kids today. Do you think? Um, I don't, well, the thing about Peanuts and Charles Schultz, he was very overtly Christian. Mm-hmm. So that whole, I mean, Lin- and Linus, I think was his mouthpiece because Linus quotes scripture in, in the, in the cartoon and all that other stuff. So uh, does it hit home? I think it's, it hits home with like parents because, you know, we grew up watching it. Yeah. I don't know if, I don't know if the kids are, are... see the thing with, with on demand and, and even the VCR and dvd players you know as we were growing up i think it takes away from some of the nostalgia and the mystique of a lot of these shows because now you can see whenever you want i mean yeah you used to have to make sure you were in front of your tv at a certain time right. on a certain day to watch you know or you miss charlie brown you know right. what i mean exactly and you know now you, that's not like that so i think that helped grow the nostalgia and the tradition you know that's part of christmas because it would only be on at christmas time no, that's a really good point because I tell remember as a kid finding out when the show was on and it was like a thing at the house. It's like, oh my gosh, it's the Charlie Brown Christmas episode. And, you know, our, my you know, our parents would let us watch it and like the whole family watched it together. It, it was just a big thing. Um, but yeah, I don't know if Charlie Brown really hits the kids today because, you know, I'm, people are really just familiar with Snoopy. But, mm-hmm. you know, other than the Christmas shows, I just don't know if it holds anymore. I mean, for me, it does. I'm just saying for, like, 
the newer generation, but you know, I could be wrong. Right. And you know, it's also if you if you watch it, it's it's very slow paced. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's very slow because I tried to watch the Thanksgiving one, and I remember loving the Thanksgiving one, but I'm watching this. I'm like, when's something gonna happen? <laughs> like. <laughs> Yeah, I think we're all trained for like action, 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 and yeah. you know, comedy or something like that. And they've got Charlie Brown. It's not like funny, funny. It's not overtly funny. It's, it's uh, but it's good. And I think, I think that might be considered like one of the first Christmas shows ever, like specials. Oh, really? I think so. Huh. Well, it I know it's the first Charlie Brown 65. one. Yeah, I know it's the first Charlie Brown one. Right. Like the first holiday, and then they went crazy and they went Thanksgiving and. I think there's an Easter one too. Um, Did you see that um, the most recent release, Peanut one? It's kind of like uh, the movie. Yeah, yeah, it's like a 3D animation or whatever. I, I love that one. That was a good one. It was a good one. Yeah. Yeah, I like it that. Was a good one. But I yeah, love when the teacher talks. And the kids are just like, "Yeah, I get it." <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Right, yeah, but Charlie you? Brown Christmas is great because that little tree, that poor little tree. Yeah, poor tree. Uh, you still see it at Hallmark every now and then. They'll sell like a version of that tree. Oh, really? Yeah, a little, t- cool. little tipped over little twig. It's it's like two things you should have in your holiday decorations. A Charlie Brown tree and a uh, major award lamp. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Leg lamp. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, I just want to let you know that while you were talking, I was watching the Mariah Carey video on mute. Okay. Lord have mercy. She's she was pretty. <laughs> so pretty. Alright. Alright. Yeah. That's a good one. Oh, but let me ask you this. Do you have a version a version that you really like? That's the version. Of the Charlie Oh, the, from the cartoon? Mm-hmm. The kid the kid singing it? Yeah. And that's what it goes, Christmas time is here. Yeah. I just like hearing the kids singing it and stuff. Oh, that is a good one. Um I would just throw this out there that uh, a singer named Diana Krall, K R A L L, okay, does kind of a jazzy version of it. That's really good. Ah, have to look that one up. Really, I'll just send it to you. I mean, I'll have to let, let you listen to it. All right, my next and final song. Actually, it's not my final song. I'm, oh. I forgot one. <laughs> All right, so it's not that one. Sorry. <laughs> All right, my next song is an original hit also, but came out in around 1984. It was on an album called A Very Special Christmas, which was a Christmas album by pop songs, by pop singers. Uh, and the money went to the Special Olympics. Oh. And it had, uh, what's cool about this, it's a real, first of all, it's a great album. The first album. They, they've been putting out volumes of it ever since, but the first volume is awesome. And there was some famous, I can't remember the famous artist, but if you can picture the cover in your head, the guy that did the cover for The Very Special Christmas album. Do I know what the cover of the album looks like? I have to think about it. Uh, no, nothing comes to mind. All right. Well, anyway, I think he's a fairly famous artist. Okay. So you're talking about a... This is 1987. I said 84. I was wrong. came out in 1987. It's got songs by... Now, this is a who's who of 80s stars. You know, people nowadays might not know some of these, but trust me, they're huge right then. Pointer Sisters, Eurythmics. Mm. Whitney, Whitney Houston, Bruce Springsteen, the East Street Band, The Pretenders, John Cougar, Mellencamp, Sting, Run DMC, U2, Madonna, Bob Seger, and Silver Bullet Band, Brian Adams, Bon Jovi, Allison Moyette, and Stevie Nicks. Boom. Wow. That's a lineup. That is a great lineup. The song I chose, like I said, was an original song, which I think is now considered a holiday classic also. 
and it's by none other than Run DMC and Jam Master J. Boom. It's Christmas time in Hollis, Queens. Mom's cooking chicken and collard greens. See, that was in Die Hard. Was it? Oh, what? yeah. What's his name? Let's to it. Yeah. Uh, I forgot his name, but he was a limo driver. Yeah, the limo driver. Yeah. He had, he had a weird name, too, right? Anyway, so. Because it's a Christmas movie. Christmas in Hollis. Just a great, <laughs> uh, quite possibly the first rap Christmas carol ever. <laughs> Christmas song ever. Um, and it's just great. It's catchy. It's easy to remember. And had a funny video. <laughs> <laughs> and it raised money for the Special Olympics. You know, how could you go wrong with it? Yeah, you can't go wrong with it at all. Argyle. Argyle, there you go. <laughs> how can you forget that name? He's named after socks. <laughs> yeah. So you had, um, to, let's just talk, going back to the album itself. It's Santa Claus Coming to Town by the Pointed Sisters, Winter Wonderland by the Eurythmics. Do you hear what I hear about Whitney Houston, which is fantastic. Uh, Spring scene doing Merry Christmas Baby. Pretenders having yourself a Merry Little Christmas. I saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus by John Cougar Mellencamp. A lot of these songs became hits. Mm-hmm. Um, Gabriel's Message by Sting. U2, Baby Christmas Baby Please Come Home, which is a great song. Madonna, Santa Baby, which I was never a big fan of. Bob Seger, Little Drummer Boy. Run Rudolph Run, Brian Adams. Backdoor Santa by Bon Joon. Uh, What's it then, called? Backdoor, Backdoor Santa? Backdoor Santa. Yeah, I, I don't know that him. one. I know he, Bon Jovi did uh, a song on, I know. He did a song on the second album, A Very Special Christmas 2, which is more popular. I think he did, um, uh, Please Come Home for Christmas. Okay. Yeah. Go. Cool. Yeah, run DMC Jam Master J. <laughs> and my final one now. <laughs> All right. Uh, I have very few traditions when it comes to, to the holidays, but this is one I've stuck to God knows how many years. I couldn't even tell you how many years it is. So my tradition is this. My tree goes up the day after Thanksgiving, and it comes down New Year's Day. Okay. But my holiday cannot start. I can't listen to any songs. I can't listen to any holiday songs. If I hear one on the radio while I'm driving before... I do this one thing, I have to change the station, I can't be around the holiday. And it gets harder every year because they started putting Christmas stuff out uh, November 1st, the day after Halloween this year. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Okay, but I always start off my holiday by listening to Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band doing Santa Claus is Coming to Town. That's a great song. It is. Came as the B side in 1985. Do you remember 45 45s? Yeah, yeah. Uh, my sister had it. it. It's the B side to my hometown. It's a live version. Record. It came out in 85, but it was recorded, in, I think, in 1975 at a college show he did at CW Post in New York. Right. And it's my favorite version. He's done other versions of it live. But this is my absolute favorite version of it. I have to. I've never been times where I stood in front of the record player or the, or the cassette player or the CD player or whatever, and I just stood there and listened to the song. And then as soon as the song's over, I'm like, "Boom! My holiday season starting." <laughs> yeah. Why don't you just carry a copy of it on your phone so you can, you know? Well, I do now. I'm talking about it in the past. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah. Like I, still I was going to say, man, you're so stringent. <laughs> well, I still have the 45 somewhere. If I could find it, I would have played. Oh, I wrote a, 
Yeah, well, I bought a I bought a uh, record player earlier this year. Yeah. Yeah. So if I could find it, I would play it. But no, I, I use the uh, the digital version. I'm not that that traditional. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a great song. But but it's a great version. It's a version you hear in the radio all the time. Um, but if you go to YouTube, there are plenty of videos from plenty of different shows of him doing Santa Claus is coming to town. And it's got this great, um, Clarence has a great Santa laugh in it too. Yeah. I like it. Cause at, at some point in the song, you can almost hear like Bruce is laughing a little bit, you know, oh, yeah. go along with it. I, I love that. It sounds like he's just having a, a, you know, a great time. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's kind of like what Bruce and the East Street band are, you know, and this was 1975. I don't even think maybe born to run the album that they really made made them big came out just came out maybe mm-hmm. but that kind of 76 right i don't even know yeah so you know it's just a band he's playing a college show and they're having a great time and it's it's december so he says hey let's do some santa claus coming to town Sweet. you know yeah mm-hmm. it was, That's a great it's one. just great yeah. and it's funny though it's, at, it's on the b side of uh, my hometown <laughs> i had no idea yeah i thought it was like a just a regular single 45 kind of deal nope just kidding. No, I don't think it was ever released as a single. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe, maybe now it's out there. Right. Well, you can buy it digitally, I guess. Sick. But yeah, you could only get it back in the day on the B side of my hometown. Very cool. That's a yeah. great song. Yeah, great, great pick. I like that one too. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Mm-hmm. Do you have any honorable mentions? Uh, honorable mentions. Uh, you know, again, going going through the list of songs, I, I like so many. But I guess you know, if you had to pick artists that that's great in singing Christmas songs, you know, the Carpenters. Uh, oh yeah. Everybody. Oh man, everything that they, like everything was good <laughs> out of their mouths. <laughs> I mean, yeah. So it's hard to pick one, but yeah, the Carpenters. Uh, and nothing really in particular. I, you know, I, I like too many. It was really tough to think about. God, if you had to pick, like, what my top. That was, I mean, I really struggled with what was my top. So I just went with a different angle in regards to, you know, what Christmas songs that were related to something else. And it was, I was able to make my list that way. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm just thinking like Band-Aid, Do They Know It's Christmas is a really good song. Yeah. Yeah. These, I'm telling I love them all. They're all good. Yeah. I think what I didn't like, I think some of the, all right, this is just me just being an old fart, but. (laughs) <laughs> I think like when I hear like some of the younger generations singing some of the Christmas songs like Ariana Grande or whatever her name is and they're just like over singing it I think overproduced overproduced yeah, yeah. it's like it, does, it doesn't feel like like the Bruce Springsteen one you, you mentioned you, oh God for, when I hear that song I can feel it in his, in his how he's singing it that he yeah. really loves it you know so, you know that's kind of how I feel well, I think I, mean, I think because they're holiday songs, I think they need to be sung with, and I, I and this goes with Andy Williams, like the version of Most Wonderful Time of Year. Oh yeah, they feel like they're they're joyous that they're 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 loving the season, right? You know, yes, that, yes, that it, yeah, they're they're performing it and they're recording it, but you know, it's it's like me walking around my house singing these songs. It, right. That's what they're doing, you know. Yes, and it really plays into the whole time of the season because it's you know a lot of if you think you know a lot of people could be could be down this time of year but there's a lot of reasons not to be down and i think Mm -hmm. i think the season reminds you of that and and that's why the music is such a thing i mean what other holiday has like a whole genre music 
dedicated to it, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. And I think if you look at all of our songs that we talked about, they, they, they make you feel something. Right. You know? Exactly. Um, and I'll even bring up that. I enjoy, uh, the heat miser, snow miser song. I couldn't even tell you who <laughs> sings it. Um, and I don't want any pop version of it. You know, I want the song from the singers from the cartoon. Right. You know? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I don't want, yeah. I don't want Backstreet Boys and Sync singing there. So, you know, yeah, it's funny you say yeah. that. Like that movie Elf, um, Baby It's Cold Outside. The right. version I like is the movie version. That that scene with her and um, Zoe Will, and Will Ferrell. Ferrell, yeah. Yeah, so that's the version I like. But you, that never gets any radio play. But I like that version, that little sliver in the movie. Right. Well, the version I've been hearing is her and some other oh, guy. Yeah, I know. He's it has like a droopy voice to it too. Yeah, he's he's pretty famous in a weird in a not famous kind of way, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Um but anyway, yeah, that version I hear all the time too. Yeah. And now that song and I like that song, but that song is like the past couple of years people are like, "Oh, it's kind of a rapey song." Oh, <laughs> well, I guess I don't know. You know what's funny? When I hear uh, D. Martin sing Christmas songs, uh, to my daughter, hey, I think he's drunk when he's singing the song because he always has that that ooh kind yeah. of sound. But, uh, but yeah. the thing about D. Martin is I don't know if he was um really drunk or because they say that he kind of played it up as like a uh, like an image. Yeah. Because made people like, because he does a version of "Baby's Cold Outside." Yes, but it, and he sounds like he's having fun with it too. So I, I don't, oh, I, yeah. I like it too. I'm, you know, it's fun. Sinatra got a good album, and um, let me see. I'm just looking at my list here. Harry Conjury has that good one. Must have been old Santa Claus. Oh my! Well, I'll tell you what. I love the Bruce Santa Claus coming down. A close second is the Jackson Five version. Oh yeah, that's a great version. Yeah, that's a really good version. Yeah. Absolutely. Kelly okay. Clarkson's got a good album too. Who? Kelly Clarkson. Oh, does she really? Yeah, Michael Bublé. Bublé. Helen, I have some thank yous. Oh, let's hear it. And as you know, gracias is Spanish for thank you. <laughs> Your tone, giving up the ghost. I got you. Uh, <laughs> We want to say gracias to Diana, Diane Van Hook. Hello. Again, we're saying thank you to the people that have liked us on Anchor and are favoring us. Uh, Miss Van Hook, thank you very much. Uh, Jeremy Laraguente. There you go. Gracias. Dream Sims. Gracias. Hello. And my favorite new follow, Nerd Alert. Nerd Alert. Nerd Alert. Started to follow, so thank you. Very and cool. Diary Podcast. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, it is a nice little. Yeah. Thank you all for following us. We appreciate it. We got some new people following us on Instagram. We have Ingrid or Ina.1104. Hello. Nerds of Marvel. That's another cool mm -hmm. one. And 80s Neon Arcade. All on Instagram. How do you do it? How you doing? How you doing? Uh, right, let's see. We can be found on Anchor FM, obviously, at Nerdemy, Instagram Nerdemy, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Nerdemy, Nerdemy Podcast. Oh, dude, you just put up a new uh, video today, didn't you? I did. I put up an unboxing of the Marvel Collector Core November 2018 box. 
Ah. So, and be on the lookout for a collector's case popped unboxing coming soon. Okay. Oh, and on Instagram, I asked a question. What was your favorite Christmas song growing up? Uh, we got uh, D. Meredith, Jingle Bells. Hey GQ, the Christmas song. Dr. JPT, Jingle Bells, Batman Smells. All right. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> this was this was interesting. I actually had to look this one up. Family Heart Fun Food did Snoopy versus the Red Baron. Oh, I love that song. Oh, I didn't know what that was. I, I had to Spotify that sucker. Uh, did you when you heard it? You didn't recognize it? No, not at all. Is that what the song's called though, or is it got a, like a, a, a more yeah? If you one? actually YouTube that Snoopy versus the Red Baron, that's what that's what actually comes yeah. up. Yes, he's a World War One flying ace. Boom. Well, it's December. Here it comes. <laughs> a whole month of holly-related episodes. Yes. So well, except for, except for our Aquaman. <laughs> yeah, kinda... that's true. Oh, man, that's good. That looks, it's looking good. Yeah, and oh, well, we can tell the, the listeners, Alan and I were able to get tickets a little early, so we're going to be dropping the podcast a little early. Boom. So stay so. tuned for that. Stay tuned, and it will be spoiler heavy because, frankly, we don't we don't know how to do a spoiler free. <laughs> All right. Till next time, Martha. Peace. Peace.